boys and girls, we're back once again for another episode of The Lion's Den. Uh, it's myself, Tony, captain of Team England, once again joined by Chris, vice captain of Team England. Evening, Chris. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, Tony? Uh, I'm not doing too bad, but for our sins, we decided <laughs> to dip into the applicant pool once again, and we've, we've dredged through the, the bottom, we found... What is his name? I've been asked to call him Nassim, top of the food chain for Shane. That's right. Oh, it's the guard player that everybody wants to hear from. Naz, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for very much having me on. Well, thanks for joining us because you are going to an event that me and Chris have got uh, proper sad feels about that we're both not able to attend. We're, this episode is we're going to be talking about the, um, the Pyra Cup, which is an upcoming team event. WTC style in Poland that's going to be featuring some of, I would say, the top teams in the world in terms of the WTC kind of history and meta as we look at it. So some really exciting stuff there. Um, been a couple of weeks since we last spoke to everybody. We um, we were all actually at the ITT, weren't we? We were, yeah. yeah. How did you guys find it? Nice, let you take that one. Yeah, uh, no, it was great. Um, it was, I'll, I'll, I'll say, tough. Tough event for some of the teams ran into. Uh, took what, War Masters A uh, all the way until we played Ignite. I think uh, we lost by what three or four points or uh, three or four points. So we were very close round in the end. But yeah, no great teams we played against. Uh, War Masters it, is a big, big forty k club based. Where were you guys based? Yeah, well, like London, uh, London, like Hertfordshire, Surrey area. So like London, like Greater London, and like and I know there's a. Uh, some of us are a little bit further up north in Leeds, but um, nothing so, wrong with being north of Birmingham. That's you take those, mate, uh... mate. It's north, it's north of the M25, it's just savages everywhere. <laughs> take that disgusted toad out your mouth, uh, <laughs> random aside there. But uh, so you guys had a good time. How did you, how did your other teams fare? Yeah, so um, I actually don't know because uh, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was the was, team uh, captain of Team A cares not for the peons in the other team. There we go. <laughs> not in my team. Don't care. Oh, well, I'll, I'll cut over to Chris then, because I do know how he did with uh, Team Glasshammer. Did you have a good weekend, Chris? Yeah, we had a great time. I think we went 4-1 uh, and one in the end, uh, lost to the third-place team. Uh, nice down. So that was just by one point. Oh, that is... It was just a close one. It was close. I, I think that... But, um, yeah, that uh, you had a great run, but you you had. Did you get managed to get a good pairing because you had a draw that was a win, but came up as a draw on BCP. So you guys nearly got a better draw one round, or did they redraw that? Yeah, so we got. Uh, yeah, we got. We had. We had a fifty-one point win as well, <laughs> but because of the way BCP was working, it wasn't like allowing a fifty-one point win to show as a win. So it came up as a draw, and then they changed it at the end of the event to be a win. Because oh, the, the rules pack was, you know, if you fifty-one points, you win. Um, but they couldn't get BCP to work, so yes. Yeah. Ah, I think that's one of those things. Unless you set it up before having a BCP, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's done. That's it. The events already. It doesn't. Done. It doesn't like teams. It doesn't like doing teams uh, BCP really. Not... No, and tonight we're going to talk about um, another website that's used a lot for WTC, Tourney Keeper, because it's somewhere that certainly for when we talk about Pyra, there's lots of things there. Um, yeah. Arguably, it's simpler, so it's more functional for teams, but. BCP is just it's just easier and quicker to share with apps and web access and stuff. And we lost we lost in the final to Ignite, who played really well, I must say. Um, didn't go into the pairings feel like it was really bad, but we had a draw and a small win that turned out to be a drubbing and a small loss, which was uh, not good. And then all the other games kind of came in on their points, really. So we had yeah. a great weekend. We we didn't really. 
think there's always somebody in each round who got like a draw, but we never really got anybody lost the game until we hit that last round. So we had a really great weekend. It was my sad, sad, oh, sad time to say goodbye to Triple Night Spinner. It was uh, delightful. Uh, I actually made the grown men rage, and it was no, so no much fun. Although you say that, Tony, that I've seen you writing lists with Triple Night Spinner since the day it's late. So, uh... I mean, it's if I could drop one unit of Hawks, I can get them back in. <laughs> oh, They're God. still good. The thing about that list is the damage from range is still annoying and spiky, and you can't plan for it. I could roll no sixes all game and just curse myself. Yep. I could roll all the sixes and ruin your land raider first turn, and it's that. It, it's still And there. now you just swap the Incarn for Triple D Cannon. Well, hey, six indirect pieces, let's go. What a fun meta. I shouldn't share any more army lists with you. Right, so <laughs> we should carry on, though, because tonight is not about how broken Eldar is. I'll do another episode on that, maybe just me on my own talking to myself. But for now, we're talking about the Pyro Cup, the Pyro Cup Nations 2024, uh, as it is called, on Tony Keeper. So Tony Keeper is a website you guys can find um, but with free access, you might have to make an account to sign up to see some of the lists of things. I don't um, think you do. I'm not logged in at the minute. You're I can see it in. all. So. No, I'm not logged in. So, so um, there is loads of functionality with that in terms of getting access to the list and things we're going to talk about tonight. So anything I share with you on the screen, you can see. But Pyro Cup, um, this is the first time they've run it uh, in this format. It's a... I originally started, I think, as a bit of a test bed for Team Poland. We obviously, as uh, England, as part of... Uh, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Ireland and Belgium have historically had the Six Nations, which in, gosh, when we hosted it in 2019, we expanded up to eight to make it a bit more competitive, to give us the facility to have two pods of four and get a proper WTC-style weekend. That's historically around Easter time. And the Polish have long wanted to come to that, but it's just, it's expensive for them to come and they didn't really feel like it was worth it depending on some of the venues. So they've done their own one. Um, and there's going to be two Polish teams, which is a mixture of some of their veterans and famous names from their winning team last year and previous years. Uh, then there's going to be some amazing teams across Europe. So they've got Belgium, us, England, descending a team, France, Scotland, uh, Netherlands, and USA, who are making a big journey to send over a, a real mixture of, again, quite famous names, well-known names of the 40K scene, both here and abroad, to really get the measure of it. And I think... There's lots of really strong teams there because people want to see are the players that are playing for the team WTC ready? And this is probably as close as you'll get short of April for Home Nations. And we're going to send another team to that and do our last bits of testing for selection there. So it's a um, eight-team event, eight-man WTC teams, WTC terrain, WTC missions. No tweaks from last year. You can find all that on the WTC kind of website. Um and without further ado, I am going to switch over to... Okay, so there we have Tawny Keeper. And you can see who's playing what. And you can literally just click on the player, get the list, and it is right there for you to break down. It is really interesting to get a good snapshot of kind of where these teams are obviously try trying or testing. I think they're not necessarily set in stone as these are going to be their eight lists for WTC. Yeah, there's a mix. There's definitely a mix. Yeah, and I've spoken to some of the captains, and there's a captain's WhatsApp, and people message me privately to say, you know, some are testing, some are testing players, some are testing theories, some are testing preparation to see if people actually can do the things they need to do to get there. Um, but those are the teams that it is an incredibly stacked roster. Um, so first impressions, what do you two think about the overall kind of 
state of list that we've seen. So we're going to have a look at that in a second and look at the breakdowns of what teams are bringing. But what's your first impression for both of you? I think it's there's not there's not too many surprises. I think the main surprise is that only half the teams have brought guard, um, and that may be due to player availability. I think Poland don't have Skark, who would definitely be running guard. I think um, he's at the Italian Masters. Um, that's, probably, that's the main probably one beating the Zim to be honest with you because there's in the yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely no chance, mate. No chance. <laughs> Obviously, everyone's hot on the custodies now. Like, yeah. every team took them by one. Yeah, um, I think all but Scotland have him. It looks like. So I think there's not there's not too many surprises. There's a couple of people trying out some uh, factions. Uh, World Eaters seem to have just gone out of everyone's minds. Uh, only Anthony Vanello is sort of sticking hardcore with those things. Only person at the event winning world eaters. So, mm. well, let's get into them. Let's, let's look at these teams. So, I mean, so as I look up on the screen, top to bottom, we'll go Belgium first. So they've gone for so they most teams are running this basic core five of Necrons, Custodes, Craft World, Space Marines, Sisters, and Death Guard, and then it kind of splinters out from there. They have got a Vanguard Tyranids uh, and an Astro Militarum list to round up their eight. So. What do we think of that in terms of team balance? I like those. I think they're doing. I think they're going to do well. Um, they are. You can see that they don't have, really have any of the outliers other than Van, other than Nids. Mm. But Nids are still like still three out of the eight people, eight teams taking them. I think in the in the like the standings do TC, Belgium are probably a top ten team. Maybe some years they've been a top fifteen team, but certainly a top ten. But they'd love to be a top five team. So I think that they've come armed for a tournament where they're definitely going to push to be... They're not going to be pushovers, do you know what I mean? They're not bringing wacky lists and fun lists and just trying it out and having a laugh. They brought eight players that know what they're doing on those lists and they've brought sensible lists, I think. The only one that I made me guess was maybe the Guillaume Rizrix's uh, Vanguard Nids. But again, that's a, it's a good board playlist and that has played to some things like Craft Worlds and stuff where a turn of battle shots can completely screw your opponent up. Mm. Yeah, I can complete swing around. I think they're also one of the only two teams that actually took uh, Conoptic Court. Because if you actually have a look, I mm-hmm. think Pumba, Pumba's Piglets and Belgium took Conoptic Court. And yeah. everyone else took Hypercrypt. So, I mean, there's definitely something there in it. It's especially if, you know, Pumba and his team are taking it and the Belgium. Who's there running be their cups? Oh, I guess it was. It was this one. So they've gone Void Dragon, Hexmarks, Technomancer, Technomancer, Transcendent. So two, two um, Catan, Triple Doomstalker, Scarabs, Triple Red. Yeah, I mean, it's a great board playing WTC. It, it's interesting to see whether Canoptic or Hypercrypt does the, the business. I think Hypercrypt is more of a, a prey list that wants to go out and shut certain things down. Can't play everybody. Canoptic's a bit more flexible. You can just throw it forward and go, I'm probably going to give everything a game. Yeah, I think so. And I think taking the two Catan in Canoptic is just like just putting your cards out on the table. You're like, okay, I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to try and hold primary and I'm not going to really try and engage with you. Um, that, that's just there to grind out tens and, and then some armies will, will they can't play 18 race. Yeah. Probably just end up dodging it. So, so yeah. I, I don't see it scoring very high. It'll just be solid. It'll be really solid. So in a very similar setup right next to them, you've got Duda's Dudes, which is uh, Duda, Cap- Michael Duda Captain last year, or the Captain this year, actually, um, for Poland. And they've got Hypercrypt, they've got Custodes, they've got Craftworld, which Duda himself is running. They've got Space Marines, they've got Sisters. 
Um, then they've got Tyranids. It says, oh, I've got a little summary here, it says Swarm. I'll have a look at that one. And then they've got um, Grey Knights and Renegade Knights, I believe. I mean, they've got a they've got an interesting Sisters Battle list with lots of lots of named units in there from Typhus, just being a, being a legend. The uh, what is it? The collectioner of white French flags, Dialogus. <laughs> I particularly love. Um, oh yeah, Pumba, the Castigator, and American Scottish Traitors Executioner, Exorcist. <laughs> they've got that. They've gone the Grimaldus uh, Space Marine Horde, essentially, as this one with a Land Raider in it. So that's quite interesting. Three big blocks of yeah, that's really solid. The Lord Land Raider, the Poles. They were also one of them. In. They have one last year. It's the same guy, I think, running a Land Raider again. He just loves that Land Raider having it in there. So that's not too bad. Um, what's their Zozo's running their Necrons so they've got Nightbringer Voidbringer Transcendent so three Catan um, just to push that down a little bit more difficult path into and a Monolith which is interesting played against one of those I mean I think the Monolith is going to be a common female amongst uh, a lot of the nations very hard to kill very good board control in terms of some objective games right yeah it's just got tricks it's got really nice tricks as well so so interesting utility list there from Zozo, and then you've got the, the Custodes list, which is, you know, blocks of Custodes, what a shocker. Uh, the one I wanted to get to, they got the Brigands and Friends with Nurglings, the huge demons there, uh, and Duda Zeldar. Shout out to Duda Zeldar. Duda has long been pushing the WTC meta Eldar before there was State Slate or anything, and he already had five Wraith Blades in his Eldar previously. He's got the Avatar, and he's running 10 Wraith Blades, and he's got just loads and loads of little stuff. But no D-Cannons, which was interesting, because um, we'll see a bit of a theme of those a bit later. I can respect an Eldar list that doesn't take indirect. I know, I mean, I can respect the meta. I mean, I can respect the meta doesn't take indirect. Jumps. Jumps, ain't as Jumps. Yeah, I know, right? And then you've got Paladins, Dread Knights. Got, uh, their Grey Knight list is interesting. There must be more play to it than I see. I think it's not as strong as some other Grey Knights lists, but I'm happy to be proved wrong. But uh, we'll see. The, Lucas's list. The Dread Knights. Uh, double Grand Master, you can't go round, but there's no Drago. You've got a Strike Squad, double Razorback, Interceptors, uh, five Interceptors, and then double Dread Knight, mm-hmm. ten Paladins, five Purgation, five Purgation, five Purgation. I get the yeah. Purgations are good. And it's a bit more reliable shooting you throw on the board. It's more MSU to play the missions, but I think it's a very squishy list. That's exactly yeah. what I felt. Having played um, a recent game with my Eldar into um, one of our applicants running just blocks of Terminators, I yeah, very hard for me to deal with because I just don't scratch them unless he throws like, the saves. Yeah, Paladins he, are so much less shareable. Yeah, he only has the one break right, and also the Paladins don't resurrect. I don't think. If I'm, if yeah, I'm they correct. don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't just so. They don't resurrect, they're less OC. Well, Poland just... have got a mixture of vets and new players, and uh, this is to test for them as lists and concepts and players. All sorts of things. Very similar to us. I think we'll skip England and come back to us at the end. Yeah. yeah. Should we go yeah. a look at France then? Now, uh, ne- ne- Nas, Nas reckons that the, the French lists, uh, <laughs> feel the French feel from conversations he's had, because he's our man with a, you know, Context everywhere. The French might not feel as happy with some of their lists. Is that fair, Naz? Yeah, I they, think they've got Hypercrypt, Custodes, Craftworlds, Space Marines, Blood Angels, and then they've gone Chaos Space Marine and Demons and Tau. Tell me, Naz, but you you do this one. I do this one. Yeah, talk, talk to me, talk to me about it. So you got let's go. We got Arathas running his Craftworlds. 
Yes. All right. So with his list, what what is it? Well, he's got a class, classic, you know, Fuegan, Otak. He's got a Fossil Skyrunner, which we're seeing more and more of. Um, he has Yvrain, which I assume he's got the Guardians. He's got a Guardian he's brick, gone and for... he's got a Shoot Brick, so he's got the flexibility where he puts it, to be fair. Yeah, he's yeah, I mean, he's got a Shoot Brick. I, I, I think it almost, goes, it almost always goes in a Shoot Brick. Yeah, so I'm surprised he's not running the... Uh... The troop master in this variant with the uh like just five holoquins instead of that falcon but i guess he has that falcon just for five fire dragons which feels feels all right doesn't feel as good for, from my perspective this was like a take on the mvsl's list with i mean I, I think it's almost exactly his his list but swapping five whoop spiders the troops um the, the five-man troops and the troop master for five fire dragons, an extra shadow specter squad, and an extra hawk squad. I mean, he's got triple shadow specter, so that's okay. Yeah, he's got triple hawk, triple shadow specter. Uh, he only have two one, spiders. One, one spiders. Yeah, but he's gone for the sky weavers, which gives him some more reliable, like just ignores cover and all sorts, just more mm. wounds. And then you know what? I don't necessarily mind fugan and five fire dragons in there. He's because he's got the fire pike in there. So it might be, yeah. as we've discussed as well, that you might be add, attaching Fugan to that squad just to give him some ablative wounds. And then they really do together. come out and rinse something. They could just get out and, yeah. and, you know, the tank and the squad could shoot one thing, Fugan can shoot the other one. But if you're going yeah. to go for the plays of Fire Dragons, get out, advance, throw grenades, shoot their guns, you don't take the Fire Pike, you just take another Melter Gun. And... Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, I think... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I do think it would do well... Um... I mean, it's it's Eldar, right? Let's not kid ourselves. Four well, nurses. Well, let's keep going. So they've, they've they've got Eldar. They've got MSU Eldar though. So no wraith blades, no bricks, no avatar no, in that one. No decanons. The necrons. Yeah. yeah. So the necrons. Oh. What is this? Hypercrypt. Well, is this one we're going to come back to, or is this one that Chris just wants to tear apart now? I want, I I think I think Chris I think Chris should. Tear no, we're talking about it. I'm not. I'm not we're not tearing it yeah. apart. It's got some inter- it does have interesting choices. Um, it is so very it's, interesting, that's true. So it is Hypercrypt. Um, it caused some love. debate when it came out late last night <laughs> amongst the England team. Because some of us, I mean, I love planes, so I think the Doom Sides are cool. But Chris... Oh, spoilers. Oh, look, spoilers. At this guy. Look, at, look at this man. Look at his words, cool. So yeah, he's got a Chronomancer, Plasmancer, cool, uh, Nightbringer, Void Dragon. I know, it's pretty standard. Is you know, this plus that you wanted to go into depth on, Chris? I, I apologise if it is. Yeah, uh, well, we'll go through it. We'll go through it now. Okay. Let's, uh, let's just have a chat. We'll just cover that. <laughs> Open Pandora's box. We're, Open we're Pandora's here, we're box. here. Oh, let's right. go for it. He's uh, <laughs> got two years of ten immortals. Obviously, Chronomancer, Plasmancer go in there. Um, that's fine. Death Marks, Death Marks, Scarabs, Free Locusts, just all chaff. Two Locust Heavies within Mythics. I actually, I actually do like this, and I've been Ooh. contemplating doing this myself. By uh, dropping the Lord and just taking two units of two because twenty four shots will just kill a little like a, a chaff unit anyway. Generally, it's, so it's, it's, it's not, so it's decently cheap. Exactly, it's hundred points rather than your. Uh, but you trade that all day for, for five warp spiders, won't you? Or you know, or even just like two. Yeah, exactly, Exa- exactly. Yeah, so I like that. I really like the, the unit of two. Um, six tomb blades. They're they're okay. Um, I just think they're just a bit too squishy to take in sixes. I'd rather I'd rather see those uh, three and three. Yeah, and then the last piece in the list is he has uh, two doom scythes. Now I'd much rather see a monolith here than and some stuff rather than two doom scythes, just because of the interaction with it. You've got two ten mana mortal squads. If 
fantastic with uh, monoliths. Now, the idea behind a Doomsite, and I, and I totally get it, is that um, because they're a flyer and you're in hypercrypts, you can just three inch deep track them every turn. So you don't have to worry about them flying in a straight line and just being blocked and not being able to land. You can just take them off the board, put them back down again, shoot from 36 inches away, ignoring all terrain. So they are just little, like, 230-point turrets if they don't play any other ranged anti-tank. But the problem they do that, when they do that, they just shoot once and they die. 230 points. It feels expensive. Um, but if you get them in the right matchup, you don't have that anti-tank to deal with them, it could be really good. They could genuinely be really, really terrifying. That is an interesting one to track over the weekend, then. So is yeah. that... Is that your list to track then, Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna really keep keep an eye on this one. So it does. We've each picked a list, so as we come to them, I don't know which one you've picked the seams. So we'll have to see. Right. Is it the one we said? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Fine. We'll come to yours last then. All right, then so then moving on to uh Sacco, Sarcia, twenty twenty two uh LGT champion. Um <laughs> he's running CSM. I think he's also the The only player. CSM player. Yeah, I think he's the only CSM player. I I, I think I so. I think so. Yeah. He hasn't given up. He hasn't given up. Yeah, he's the only CSM player. So he's still holding strong. You know, you open up the list and you see the bane of uh, last meta, and you hope that it stays that way. Is uh, the triple chaos lords of undivided, um, which is interesting because they can't go inside of the Nogal Rhino, so it's a lot harder to keep them safe. But maybe he's trying to leverage the fact that there's quote unquote less indirect in the game. NWTC boards, so it's harder to get an angle. Noble rhinos? There's no noble rhinos. No, there isn't. No, no. no. They have to be undivided now. They, yeah, exactly. So he has, he he doesn't. Wait a second. <laughs> so basically, oh, this, he, this, he, this, has, this, he doesn't even have rhinos. No, he doesn't even he, have rhinos. He, he, does. he does. He's got two he rhinos. He's got two rhinos at the bottom. Where? Right at the bottom. Underneath the forge thing. Ah, right, there they are. So, so this list is something I was talking to uh, Boris Michev about the other night in terms of it. If you're going to go create chaos now, you lose a lot of the demony chaff because it's not as good and you just go, you don't probably do two, two, two Forge Fiends. It's got a single Forge Fiend to max out the damage because you probably still do okay with the real mm -hmm. ones and you just go, right, loads of stuff. And then all the little scoring units like Chaos Bikers with Marks of Nurgle and Raptors with Marks of Nurgle they can kill things, but they can also just sit on an objective and be your 18-inch away, so you can't just manticore them or tank commander them or battlesuit them away. You've got to get reasonably close, and then you can leverage the Chosen and the Rhinos and the Lords. And, you know, the Nurgle Rhinos, you still killed Rhinos. It was still a thing that you brought Rhino-killing tech in your army, even though you knew they could hide one. But it was only ever hide one. So <clears throat> I think it's still got the power and the killingness, really. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, he he also has the raptors with uh, mock Nurgle, so like he he's he's got that he's he's got that a little bit of a um, mission play slash yeah, yeah. uh, ability. If he's like some indirect armies, like if people are taking like uh, the indirect of the guard is what we've seen a little bit more of, or the Eldar with the. Uh, um, well, yeah, cause, because the, because the because um, the decal is a short range, you can probably hold objectives, be out of range of them, and threaten you with your own fast char charging stuff. Because the Marcus Lanesh talents are fierce as well, aren't they? Mm. Well, okay, interesting. Another chaos list, and then what? What's Tanker got? Tanker's got are oh, the demons. Is the demon your list of choice? No, is this the one you wanted to talk about? Uh absolutely not. No. Um, <laughs> 
that's uh, too much melee, not enough guns. Um, but it is a very interesting list uh, to say say this. I think it's kind of one where where a lot of armies, well, well, a lot of nations were, or people in general were actually quite interested in as a concept. You know, the triple rend masters of the blood thrones and how modifiers change, so you're able to stack, basically have plus three damage. But so it's you not, have what? not a demon list I've seen in terms of there's no Bellacore, there's no there's a lot of change for some shooting, but everything else yeah. is MSU scoring and fast stuff. But it doesn't all necessarily move through terrain. So it'll be interesting mm. for me to see how this handles heavy WTC boards potentially. Because it yeah. doesn't want to run at stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting because you said that right there, right? Like you, you touched at the start. Like there's no Bellacore, so you don't have that safety net for some ranged armies. So, like, some ranged armies, like, such as Tau, can get, you know, within range because a lot of them are, are, are taking, like, more plasmas now. You're seeing more riptides because stuff like that went down. And it's a lot easier to get, you know, well, start out of 18 and just sh shoot and kill the demon stuff. It's not like the demon stuff is super durable. It's just relying on, like, four-up saves pretty much across the board. That's... Uh, and, Tanker, yeah. we leave you, we move on. We come to this Blood Angels list. I have no idea what this Blood Angels list is trying to do. Somebody tell me, go. Well, he has five Usult intercessors, Scott. Uh, those are. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I went to Usult you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut uh, that out. Slightly bad French <laughs> accent. There we go. <laughs> oh, he's running Sons of Sanguinius. Yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, Sons of Sanguinius um, actually got a buff in the latest day slate. Um. So now your entire army has a plus two strength on everything. So like those power fists are now actually strength ten on the charge over the strength nine, which is a, a massive breakpoint because it means those captains there can win those tougher vehicles on uh, on like fours. And I know they have got a strat for lance as well, um, and like in lethals. So all of a sudden you're you're seeing these thunder hammers, which used to be like strength, like which you know we see a strength eight isn't as it used to be, but are now strength ten. And have an extra attack. So it's it's not it's actually not it's not too bad. And I my my assumption is those 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 go inside the um, assault intercessor squads, those captains. And for what is essentially a hundred and fifty five points, it's a lot of damage, especially since they will have plus one attack now and plus two strength. And with the, the strats, is and the rerolls yeah. you get from the assault intercessors on the charge is Are they yeah. Some wounds or is it? It's real. It's it's real wounds. Uh, obviously, that's an objective, which is you know yeah. quite. It's it, it's quite good. Like that's gonna. I actually. I mean, th those units actually hit really hard. I think this is probably the cheaper way of taking like what what you saw before with what uh, Jack took in um, his Black Templars with. Um, it's going. It's going for the... a bit of threat saturation, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But it's got the ten Death Company who are going to go with um, Lamartis. Then you got the two fives yeah. who either go forward or they can deep strike. I mean, yeah. It, my my worry would be if he goes second into something that can shoot him or engage him. They could yeah. tap stuff, tag stuff, hold stuff back, block the Lancer, block the Impulsor and or the Redeemer, whilst they're tackling the Death Company. Like it's a careful balance list of. It is scary if you let the, the the redeemer drive up at you and the impulsor get the guys out and everybody charges. Yeah, it's terrible. You just can't underestimate this list. You can't go into it going, I'm going to smash it. Easy, 20 nil. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Will hurt. We've got another classic spelling of uh, Hunter Killer Missile. Hunter Killer Missable. Well, no, no, uh, but here's what it is. <laughs> somewhat correct. It's the French version. 
and then we have the American version at the bottom. I know, but the fact <laughs> that, he's, that he's called his missile missable in his list Miss makes me upset. We've also got the, uh, t- the tin assault cannon. The tin assault cannon. Tin assault cannon. Just melts when you fire it. Amazing. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's something a bit unique. And then we've got some, oh, well, look, some custodes. <sighs> Terribly boring list. What do you think about their guard list, Naz? Is there somebody who, who uh, champions Imperial Guard, Astromitharum, as one of the top letter lists? Uh, All right, I will. I I, <laughs> I will open up the statement by saying I do not like Medusa carriage batteries. Just I've I've said this. So why don't you like them? So they run it. So few issues. It's like their saving point is yes, they are decently cheap, and they are strength ten, and they're damage free. However, they are also d six shots. They hit on five space. So the best case scenario you can get them to hit on is freeze if you spot and order them. And then they're also not very durable. So what you found with the carriage is what? I think the carriage is like toughness, uh, toughness seven, uh, six wounds. So they've actually fall over to a lot of other indirect court, you know, uh, quite yeah, easily. You don't have to convince me. Uh, uh, toughness seven, six wounds is not enough to save you where you've got a man score for 17 more points. That's what? T9 or T10? T10. It's T10. <sighs> T10 and 12 wounds? It's uh, uh, 11 wounds, but it's a three up save compared to a four up. Yeah, um, sure. and it has four hit rerolls, and also, uh, well, it has four hit rerolls with five mana more. But most importantly, it's another reason why I don't like the Magister Carriage Battery. It's thirty-six inch range. Guess what you do? Thirty-six point one. Let it move. It's not hitting you on four's absolute best case scenario. But it can't move far. I mean, I know of where like an Eldar platform moves three. How much does Magister? Yeah, move? I think it's like three or four. It's like it's not that much either. Um, but yeah, and I'd like. A Medusa's worst nightmare is if your your opponent popping smoke and being like, "Oh crap, am I going to hit now?" Is it's I don't know. I just rather right. find more points. Oh, that's the other dudes. I mean, it's the other surprising list. But there's a few teams that have gone 18 Bulgrin when they have gone guard, and I think that is a big investment point that takes away from the of the utility. Um, thickness, thick boys. Yeah, thickness. Going thick boys. That brings us round to uh, yeah, that's everybody, isn't it? Yeah, Tau. Tau at the end with Vespid Sting Wings. Bold. Quad devilfish, triple riptide, triple piranha tau. Don't know how that does. I want the crest suits back. I'm, I it's just, just I'm, scoring, right? Yeah, I don't think it because I played with something similar to it. I like this Kyle, but he like he's like Kyle had I think uh, another commander and like more breaches, and even then the damage felt okay. Like it wasn't crazy, and like riptide battle suits are durable, but they're like. Their uh, their toughness nine, which is like key breaking point. It means a lot of. Well, we just I wonder that. why you like yeah. them, Naz. I wonder why. Oh, oh mate. At one six five though, you can't argue it. with it. They're so cheap. No, you can't. It 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 is very cheap. It's very cheap. But I I think you need them, in like at least maybe one free man um, crisis, crisis suit unit. I think I actually think the commanders are a trap, even though they are cheap. You, because you already think bring it down to his tower. Now, if, if they take three commanders, you can just take assassinate and be like, cool, I'm going to score 12 and assassinate, worst case. And. Well, he's got Shadow Sun and two others. I mean, like, and then no other characters. She's just going to chill out the back. Well, Play yeah. up with her. I mean, it, and it's two single commanders just trolling around the board. Yeah. They're probably bring just deep strike, dude. D- deep strike units for four, four psychic ions that just drop in and go, oh, I've killed this chaff unit. And then it yeah, just just annoying. 
interesting to see. I, I, I think France, France have got an interesting selection of lists. I definitely feel like some of their lists are definitely tryouts, like trying the Tau, trying the Demons. There's definitely choices there. Trying out that build of Space Marines that we talked about. That'd be interesting. The mm. second Poland team is also stacked. You've got uh, Pumba, Pumba, who is a long-time WTC player running, um, I suppose, a standard Death Guard, Rhinos, and Chaos Knights build with lots of like, MSU characters, grenades, and flamers all over the place. That That's something we've seen before. He, he has one, two, He has 40 Plague Marines, though, right? Yeah, but he's gone MSU ones, right? He's not gone big squads. He's gone... Oh, yeah. He's got 5-5. Okay, yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's got he's got a lot of plague marines there, yeah, which but... you know they are very good. Oh, he's got forty block drawn as well. Look at that, Chris. Yeah. Watch out! Still got, the, still got the brigands. Welcome I'm on carnivore. Yeah, I, I think it's flex, isn't it? They got no no lists. indirect guard guard yeah. prosecutors custodians custodians. Just bog standard. Yeah, oh no, Alaris. Yeah, he's Alaris. Two six-man Alaris. Two six-man Alaris is the thing I was just looking at going, is that not a bit unusual? Because I'm used to seeing Custodian Guard and Wardens. And there's yeah, no there's no, wardens. there's absolutely no Wardens. I don't think... Ooh, interesting. Well, they've clearly done it for a reason, right? I mean, they play considerably more WTC than I think any other nation on, on that terrain. So yeah, Poland's whole tournament yeah. setup is all WTC-based and everything is focused on developing the best WTC team for their nation. So it is 100%... All of us in this play looks at that, looks at those missions, yeah. looks at that style. So it might be a particular list that it might be a counter to a list. It might be that it snipes something out or does some damage, or there's a there's a particular option for it to go into rather than I've got four pricks over six because that feels like a definite choice. Still got triple mm. character, um, but okay. So there's that one. Pumpus piglets. Uh, we got a Drakari. Now this is must be a test list to see if this works. Do triple Void Raven Drakari made me go, ooh, ooh. I nearly wanted to talk about this one, but I didn't. <laughs> double Archon, Beastmaster, Beastmaster, Raider, Raider, Kronos, Incubi, Incubi, and it's 10 man Incubis. Mandrakes, Mandrakes, Ravager, Scourges, Scourges, triple Void Raven. I mean, it. it's not subtle in what it's trying to do. Shit. Got Dark Lances, mate? God. <laughs> Okay, yeah, mate. It's oh a, my! It, it's a lot of anti-tank. Yeah, um, I. Well, I don't. Go on. Mm, no, I, I was going to say. So I'm seeing a common theme in a few of the lists, just from a few nations. With I think, I think with just the exception of France, really. Um, that they're, they're putting in like tech, or like a list, or maybe or a list or two to deal with. Uh, I guess heavy vehicle armies i think people were expecting a, a bit more chaos knights or maybe something similar to what alex is running we'll touch on later um with more vehicles and when you look at it a lot of the other lists that people take do actually have a you know amazing answer to deal with dealing with that many holes um but i think these lists basically actually help out and you know can pin those matchups so like i think it's definitely good and it definitely helps in pairings and it's also you know no one with vehicles wants to play that, really, because they're just going to lose their vehicles. You see, I, I think that um, the Raven, the Void Ravens are the toughest and probably the best shooting Dark Eld I have. The double Dark Scythe gives you four shots with your Lancers. Strength 14 as well, though? Yeah, strength 14 minus 46 plus 2, but it, it's yeah. it's not single shots, double shot, so that's good. And then the Void Raven missiles are arguably, you know, it's either the D3 shots at strength 9 or um, D6 shots at strength 7. 
it's just extra chip damage and you're going well there's three of them that can go on WTC could just deploy on a board edge and go I'm just going to fly across and I'm going to get two good turns of shooting and you're not going to kill all three and you can rapid ingress one and you can go for the bombing run I mean the bombing run itself is quite mean do you guys know what that does? absolutely yeah. not so after it's made a move you select an enemy model it moved over and you roll a d6 for every enemy unit within d6 of that model and on a 4 plus it's d6 mortal wounds you've got a big model in the middle of your army you are taking mortal wounds on everything mm. on a 4 plus yeah that is potentially a killer like you could go line that up for an ingress fly it over your man your manticore section and go all right um i'm going to start with your character learn what character what's the name creed and then everybody within thing of Creed, just because she's right in the middle of everything, is going to be on a D6. And it's D6 inches, to be fair. But you can just go for the Manticore if you've got or a tank commander that's nestled in. So many options that you can catch people out with. And I've, I've had that in the previous edition. It's John Swallow, where he, he was four pluses, but he rolled four plus on like eight units and crippled them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, that they could be game winning. And then the combat on the Inca by now is really good. Kronos is there just to be annoying. Yeah. But Beastmaster packs. I've seen people raging, raving about them. I haven't actually looked up the stats. Yeah, I've not. I literally not. So they are just. So they're decently cheap for what they do. I mean, the issue is that like they like they, they have a character in them, so they give assassinate if you play aggressively. But they scout move nine. They I think move like fourteen or something. They have a they have like a lot of different profiles in the unit with like four wounds, five wounds. Low toughness and low save, but like it's you know annoying win profiles, where if you're shooting like three damage stuff, it's quite inefficient. Three damage stuff is quite inefficient. I think there's a feel no pain in there somewhere as well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like it's just uh, it's decently cheap and very fast for the points. And you know, one kill a monolith on stream uh, LBR. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So there's no from what I could see on it, there's no feel no pain. But they obviously scout nine. They have general power from pain, rubbish. Um, but it, you've got what triple razor wing flop. So you've got nine wounds of razor wings. You've got four wounds of chimera, and then five wounds of clawed fiend. And all toughness four actually now. So you've not got the oh. lead. so they're all toughness four, all six plus in run. Um, so they're just annoying. But the the melee is pretty good. Yeah, the melee. And then move bad. twelve. Yeah, anti infantry free up as well on like strength free weapons is not terrible. Dev like... wounds on the Clawfiend's fist, sustain hits on the little attacks from the the flocks. It's not bad. Reroll charges, reroll hits of one. I mean, it, it'll kill chaff units, it'll kill screen units. It's it's annoying. It's good mission play. Yeah, it's only 105 points as well, so it's actually quite cheap. I've not done any of the maths on the unit of Incubi now charging out in the new, new detachment, isn't it? So it can have reroll hits, reroll wounds, and like plus one to wound is basically the combo. So it's not the so new detachment, it's the old detachment, right? Just with the... No. Uh, it's no, a new it's detachment. It's, no, it's, it's, it's a new detachment. Because the new detachment gives you... Um, Lance. Um, Lance. And what was your one? Like ignore cover? It gives you extra oh, no, AP when you spend your pain token. I didn't see it was called yeah. Assault yet. Fine. Yeah, extra AP and like Lance. So it's like... It, it, they end up hitting quite hard. Basically, think of like Gladius, Lance, and yeah, uh, basically what it is. And an Archon's still yeah, annoying, it still has a reasonable, invulnerable save. So, yeah, that's it. That, that, I'll be interested to see how that one does. That might be my backup check on, see how that one, that bad boy plays out. Um, and then we got as far as the next one, which was you know, Gito's running 
Necrons because he liked Wraiths. So, Wraith Destroyers, is there anything really to say about this? Um, no. It's similar to the one of It's Canoptic. I mean, it, it does yeah. Canoptic things. If you play Canoptic, you can be sad about it. Triple yeah. Nemesis Dread Knight, Grey Knights for Vladdy. Vladdy is an aggressive player, from what I've seen of him previously, so this is interesting. He's going to go right up in your face with... Yeah, and he's got a purifier. He's got, yeah, it's just very damage output. He's just gone, I don't care about living, I'm going to kill you. Uh, although only one librarian. Crow in the purifiers, champion... Yeah. With Bravo champion with a 10-man squad. So that, that squad's really annoying. Let me tell you what this squad does. <laughs> so the Bravo champion with a 10-man strike squad um, with a sigil. So sigil is the uh, enhancement where if you shoot them, they get to redeploy. So you don't don't want to shoot them because they'll deploy nine inches away from you somewhere and then move and charge you with it's a, it's a free 30, 30, 40 attacks. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Bravo Champion gives his unit fight first. So you can't charge them either. Very annoying unit to deal with. Why don't we see more of that? It's just because Terminators are more um, it's just it, it's it's just a fringe unit. It's it can be quite good, but like when they actually fight, they don't actually do a lot of damage sometimes. Because okay. they have no innate rerolls, they just hit on threes. Do you not uh, for the can with. Strat on it? Uh, it's it's expensive. It's two CP. You tend to not to have a lot of CP with Grey Knights because you use it on all your other tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they want the CP for the three inch deep strike and the yeah. But it's a really good just like you know for that that second objective in your midfield. You go right. I'm going to put these guys in a ruin here. Um, you can't really shoot them, and if you charge them, they're going to fight first. So you best charge them with something that can survive and then actually kill yeah. them afterwards. What's interesting is it? it's two different flavors of Grey Knights across the two different teams for Poland. So that's an interesting yeah. tweet. Rather than both teams bringing the same list and going, oh, well, th this guy played it better. Um, you've got an actual Gene Steeler cult list. But it's Meissen, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. So it is um, Primus, 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 Clamor vs. Reductus, 2020, 2010 Neophytes, and then 10, 10, 10 Acolytes. Five five acolytes, a Goliath, and then Achilles. No aberrants. We didn't used to run them anyway. It do those neophytes mm. still do anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean the neophyte. I mean so the, the, neophyte, acolyte, the acolytes. Oh, the acolytes. Yes. I mean they still hit really hard. Like I was uh, testing some stuff out around, and he and, and he has the Clamavus. Um. So is that, I'm, I'm thinking of the right one. Screw up, we're Ah, uh, no, I'm thinking of the, of, of the Nexus. So, so he's got Vect. I mean, so with the Acolytes, it, you probably go in, drop one in turn two, drop one in turn three, pull one out to put in reserve and drop it in for the turn four bomb because you can't do everything twice in one go. No, but you have a Goliath truck. You go inside of a Goliath truck. And you can wrap it in... I mean, you can wrap it in just the truck. Or... I'd put the two five-mans in there, though. Yeah, or, I mean, it's it, it's it's flex, right? Because you could have the two five-man just do mission play for him if he needs it. Or he can have, like, that... 10 man inside of an uh because that's what makes the most sense for me it's like you have the 10 man inside and then you have uh two five two ten mans in reserves and then the two five mans in also in reserve doing mission stuff for you and then if you and then if you need you can always hit your opponent with two units of acolytes um demo charges and i think he's got the achilles redrun of the with the ignore cover so even, even the squad yeah. that's on the board will ignore cover which is it's still funny it's, enough. It's, it's interesting. Hit. Does it still do what G Silicult used to do and block you off and pen you in and stop you scoring? Because there's we've got lists. We'll talk about England soon. That 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 would actually really screw with their table play, right? 
Yes. Yeah, I still think he does it to an extent because, like, right, because he has the three 20 man Neo fight squads. The only issue I think is, like, those three 20 mans, I think, will have Primuses. I think he just wants Primuses in those personally. Yeah, fair. Oh, you 100% need those. If you don't have the Primuses, we all hit, so those squads are useless, and you have to you drop them back in reserve if you can. You have to do it. Yeah, but no, those squads actually hit quite quite hard. Or maybe, or, may, or maybe what he does is he has uh, two 20 mans that he teleports around. And he has uh, one of the premises in the um, Achilles, uh, well, in the Acolyte squad, and that uh, 10 man, uh, so, I'm sorry, that uh, characterless 20 man can, you know, I don't know, do something else. Like, do you, do you get like, infinite damage charges now? No. Is that no, you never do. Nothing replenishes. It's one shot missions, missiles, sorry, essentially. So when you die, you come back. It's the same squad. That's gone. Yeah. Okay. So. And they finish off with a, a, a Votan list that it's just a box down of Votan with 10 hard cards, right? Oh, yeah, it's just I mean, Votan minus one Sagathar. Votan <laughs> didn't make it last year because of points and balance and terrain and none of it made Votan really a, a, an appeal to the top kind of 10, I think, even 15 I nations, think, I think. Really. I think it's more of a player thing because uh, Danny Porter has almost exclusively been played Votan and I, I've seen a lot of TTS leagues. Well, and, then, like, if just... he knows what he's doing... You'd hope he's refined his list to the point where he's going. Yeah, I'm going to pick, be picked, and this is the list I want to run. Just interested to see how it does. And into the in terms of the meta, I know they're a good counter to some things, but they, I still worry about them on duty C boards. Be interested mm. to see how that plays out. All right, that takes us through. We've got Scotland, Netherlands, and USA to go with. Scotland are running. Our man Innes has decided to go take the hypercrypt of anybody else who would claim them as the best army in the game. We got, got Craft World, Space Marines, Sisters, Death Guard, Orcs, Guard, and Votan. So another Votan there. Um, and Innes is Necrons. Remember, we come back to them last actually because they're then they're not excited. But they've got they've got a Sisters battle list, which is not particularly crazy, but spamming out some of the cheaper chaff units you get. From recent choices, I mean, double castigator no exorcist is definitely a choice. But no, it... he has a, no, he has an exorcist. Does he have an, an exorcist? I didn't yeah. see one in the yeah. scan. Yeah, he has, he, he has a single a single exorcist nusses them between two crusaders into paragon warsuits. What a legend! But I don't think there's anything there that, that blows minds. Tim Dagnall running um, a variant of Black Templar's vehicle spam, so he's got kind of five medium hull lancers and reapers. And then Eliminators, the Scouts, a Whirlwind, and then Impulsors and Crusader Squads, because they're still OC2, and they have a little points increase, but the rerollable Advance and Charge, and having a Melter, a Pistol, a Combo Weapon, and a Melter Gun in a squad is a great value. So that's annoying to buy a Mission Play. The Rorks is interesting. Okay, man. Well, they've got uh, Knob Squads, Mega Knobs, Gretchen Gretchen, Flash Gits, Battle Wagon, Triple Truck, Boys, Beast Naggers. Oh. Warboss, 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 Knob, Mozrog, Captain Badrook, Gazgul. I mean, there's a lot of killy characters there. So they're Oof. relying on jamming those ruins first turn and then charging you. Because it's five-man knobs, so they can fit the Nega Knobs and Knobs all in the battle wagon. Get yeah, them. it's all just MSU, just go out, trade, rather than the big 10-man bricks to take. Well, maybe just... the 20 boys could go in the battle wagon and they all go in the trucks. That is the other oh, one, 20... I suppose. Yeah, 20 boys is, is hard. It's hard. It's crazy in the battle wagon. We saw that used by Sean Naden at recent yeah. um, LVO that was really good so that would be an interesting table playlist uh, Bruce been a long time player for Scotland is running Morty ooh and a fun selection of Death Guard vehicles what do you think of that boys I can't wait to do plays quite an anal player <laughs> I think we all know where I'm going with this uh, and tries to move Mortarian around at the WTC board 
Especially if he ends up on a heavy board, because yeah, that'll yeah. be a bad day. Morty, you have to just deploy him sideways and move him like that. He is so fiddly, isn't he, with his wings, with moving him around, trying to get him covered. Yeah, it's it's guys, the rules, though. Guys, surely, surely he just gives Morty back and he just busts the quarters. That's what he does with him, right? Just I mean, you'd want to do more than that for a free drink. Yeah, he... my points, but, uh... Maybe he's just <laughs> yeah. going to use his beautifully painted Mortarion to hold his home objective. Beautiful. Sorted. To be fair, it's a scary model. It still does. It's, ve it's very good. For, honestly, I think I'd suggest anyone to take it if it wasn't that model. If he didn't have wings, yeah, fantastic. Interesting. But just trying to trying to move him around is horrific. Like you move, you literally rotate his base. Like an inch rotation on his base is like four or five inches on on the end of his on end of the wings. So maybe maybe Bruce will accidentally drop his suitcase as he gets to the venue and be like, "Oh no, yeah. his wings snapped wing. off." <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, buddy. So uh, they've got Eldar. They've got an interesting Eldar actually. They've got Avatar and, and Wraith Blades with a Night Spinner. Um, oh. Oh, a night spinner, just a utility, yeah. but no other indirect, and then it's just MSU Elder scoring. Has he got what, the uh... what coward? Where's, where's the no, there's coward? nothing in terms of the shenanigans stuff. He's got ten rate blades. Arcane, rate blades. Yeah, okay. It's a bit more of a standard Eldar as we start to come out in terms of we're swapping blades for guard. I like the unit that the Wraith blades appear to the opponent, but as an Eldar player, I think that they're not that good. I think that they don't really hit in combat like you want them to. No threat, right? Don't no threat. move fast enough. And you go to shoot them and you go, oh, they don't shoot me back. Yeah, that's a thing. That was the thing that made you not shoot the Wraith Guard. Not fly up right next to them and just unload with a tank or with a flyer or whatever yeah. it's going to be. So for me, that's, that doesn't do it. And then, oh, look, they've got God. Oh, they've got True oh. Manticore. Oh, original. Good lad. Good Jesus. lad. Um, <laughs> and Netherlands, rude. And Votan. You missed the Votan. Oh, I missed the Votan out. Yeah, uh, they're so they're short. So I just missed them. Apologies, apologies, everybody. <laughs> I can't believe I did that to Chris. He'll be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Chris, if I'm running, see, he's got more of an MSU build. I prefer the triple pioneers. Oh, 18, actually, 15, 663. I thought it was just three small squads. I think Danny has that. It's, it's very similar to Danny's, actually. It's actually very similar. Danny's got the six, hasn't he? I think he's just got the one on squad. Yeah, in terms of general styles, it is very similar, actually, isn't it? Much of a much. A few different changes. Um, he's got he he has berserks, whereas Danny. I think Danny also has berserk. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe maybe, maybe just one squad. Oh, it is six six pioneers. As he's got the thunder kid in Danny's one. That's what he spent his points on. Extra hundred seventy there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Similar list. Similar the, the Votan. Ugh, there's no real bad choices in the Votan book. It's all pretty good now with the points changes. I'm just... I'm. Go on. I'm I'm leaning more towards. Landforts now though than Tagatars. Mm. Like, like the two up, like two up save with T twelve sixteen wounds. It's I like see okay. that. I gotta see that in a game next. That's gonna be fine then. Yeah. Oh, oh wait a minute. Is this, is this rude? Rude is running sisters. What? I can't yes. believe rude. I thought it was Eldar through and through. Can't believe he's not running. Oh, well. Sisters are basically Eldar, right? Just stuff to destroy and also vehicles. Yeah, rubbish. All right, he's running the sisters <laughs> list. They've got Eldar. They've gone for the troop master combo in the and the fire dragons and with a bit more MSU. And they haven't got any indirect and they haven't got any artillery. They've got Skyweavers again though. They've got yeah, super hawks. So loads of just MSU scoring stuff in very tricksy Eldar list. Uh, let's keep going. Florian. Silent King. Yes. Oh, oh my. I've missed this. What? Oh. 
I thought this would be your pick, actually. So what a shout! I have completely missed this. The Silent King. Who right, this I'm, is hilarious. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to go through this. Yeah, right, so we've got yeah. Hypercrypt. Hypercrypt, fantastic. Silent King, yeah, he's, he's good in that attachment. He can teleport around, get behind ruins. He's chilling. Uh, nice and direct. Five, five, five. No, no, no. Oh, here this, we go. This gets better. And I can't One, two, you three, seen four. This. Five units of five immortals. Oh, what a hero. Keep going. Why are there no uh, chronomancers here? Spiders, Bladrons, Locusts. Triple monolith! <laughs> <laughs> what a hero! I think that this is... this is actually just broken my recording setup in terms of <laughs> sheer joy. How did oh. you miss this list? This is the best list at the event. Everyone can go home. This guy's getting 100 points. See you later. Silent King and Triple Monolith dropping in your ZZ first turn. Boom. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> in your I DZ. love it. Yes. Yeah, they're just going to go, Vroomph. there we go. What are you going to do? Florian, you are a hero. What well, was I funny, like, so this much. is actually quite good with Stabura because you, you just have your, the Monoliths ignore the this, Modifiers. This, this going... just be like, get gone. <laughs> it's like, you got... get gone. You've got yeah, you had, you had a Katan there. Um, yeah, oh, we missed we missed a list in the last one. Uh, yeah. We didn't talk about this. Uh, we didn't talk about this there, so oh, we should we'll go back what, and talk about that. We'll talk about Innis. Innis is shameless at the end. <laughs> we're just gonna. He hasn't bought triple uh, triple monolith and the Silent King, so he's a loser. That's triple really monolith, Silent King. What a list! I I just I think that, that is the kind of list you see. This this is the kind of list that lots of people going for a team event, and this is a prep side of it. I've seen lists like this that are massive skew before. And I think back to when we played Ireland in Spain and they brought the first, it was the list that inspired me to take the planes, but they brought nine Eldar Flyers, so three um, Hemlocks, three Exarchs, three Kingdoms Hunters. And all the guys laughed at it when it came up and went, ah, it's rubbish. And we got to pairing and without, they never really talked to each other and they all went, oh yeah, it's really bad for me. It's a, it's a red. And so we had to bus um, <laughs> Bottom that time with new yeah. to the team because nobody could beat it. It's like crush some people. They, everybody will go, oh no, it's just this crazy list, and then they'll all go, mm, I actually don't think I could play that, and then they'll go, mm, I'll put, I'll put it as an amber because it's bad, and then you'll go to pair oh. it, and you'll go, it's got eight ambers, because nobody wants to play. I am so happy. I mean, I can, like, what? How what did you gonna kill this? How does God <laughs> go to this, Nas? Well. Um, <laughs> that, that, that sound bite right there is going on my phone. How does God get into this, Well, um... there's no Zeras. The problem, actually... the problem no the list. The problem with the list. The immortals do die. Is, is the, yeah, the immortals die very easily, and very Manticores quickly. kill the Silent King for fun. Oh, mate, um, mate. Silent I, King I, is going to go into and... the server state there. He's going to put a monolith on three objectives and just go play the game. Yeah, that's fine. But the Silent King's in reserve. You don't you really don't care about him because you can't the really the do only much. issue that I was that, that that I really see with this, and I mentioned it to and I mentioned it to Chris is that Silent King model you see that gives up twenty points. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> just just twenty points, and you can make up like well, he, he gives up twenty points on his own. Yeah, yes, on his own. Yes, because each individual Menia. Has oh, the same no, does it really? keyword. Yeah. Is oh. a character, is oh a vehicle. God. So he is just a secondary nightmare. He is. 12 assassinate, 8 bring it down on his own. But, yeah, then, you're only, I mean, but then you're only getting 12 assassinate. So you no, but you, yeah, take, but you take bring it down on homers. Well done. Well, 
I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I would take assassinate so I don't have to do the action. I'd like to say, quite still started getting 20 <laughs> you points. Enough, you have enough points. You have enough points to do action. But so then if good. he just goes, <laughs> if, if, if he goes second and you don't kill Silent King first turn, and he just pops into reserve all game, you don't get it. Not me. Dead if he doesn't come in. That's why you just take bringing down. Then you've got a monolith that giving up five yeah, points five. each. Six well, points, if 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 he doesn't bring in Silent King, then that's. 400 points he's not playing I with. trust the Netherlands to have tried and practiced this list rather than be something that they thought on a whim we'll take it for lols yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's very like you'll see We when we get to the England list we're, we're playing with monoliths and wait, wait. we think they're very strong so let's go back um, to this so, list which has got yeah. uh, zero monoliths what a loser what? I know right sucks sorry Ines where's oh, on, gonna, I'm so not the Necron expert so I'm going to let you guys rip into that go on then yeah Chris go ahead so go. So um, Innes is playing a list that I tried um, a couple of weeks ago. Quad Catan. Um, yeah, four Catans. So Nightbringer, Void Dragon, and two Transcendents, and then just along with a bunch of other characters, which we'll, we'll come we'll come to him in a minute because he's made a choice that I'm I'm really not I wouldn't agree with. Um, it's a it's yeah it's interesting, but the problem we have with four Catan is. It's, it feels really good because it feels like a very good teams list where you go, if people can't kill Catan, I'm going to crush them. I'm going to win 20-0 because I will just shove them in the face and that's great. Um, but then you look at what those armies actually are and there's not a lot of them. So you end up having to really protect this list, which is horrible. Um, when you when Necrons are one of the strongest armies in the game, you don't really want to be protecting it so much. Uh, you just want to like be able to throw it into a lot of things. Um, so in, in my opinion, the, the they're just they're just too squishy. Like Catan, you're like squishy Catan. What? Like, they die. Yeah. They they do die. Like there's a lot of armies out there that will just kill one in a turn and not even have to think about it. And then you just go in ah, uh, and then they'll randomly just lose two in a turn. And then all of a sudden you just you just screwed your entire game plan's out the window. Um, so you have to play. Like you can still play those games, but you just have to play them for like draws. Whereas I don't think. That's what Necrons want to be doing. You just... there, as, as, as a complete random aside, is there no utility around the Deceiver in a Hypercrypt to put stuff in reserve, bring it down, be in a deployment phase? Is there no weird list build there, or is that am I overthinking that? Uh, I don't think that does anything, because it didn't start the battle round on the board, so it still can't come in turn one, so it doesn't... You get around 500-point limit, but there's not... Not really put more than five hundred points. Yeah, anything that's more than that is deep strike anyway. So it can go in. Okay. So it's it's okay. It's okay. Um, but the, but the big choice that he's made is taking um a chronomancer with a deep strike relic. Cool. Um, and then he's given a, a royal warden with the resin tyrant. So these are going to go together, and join a twenty man warrior brick. Now, yeah, with the reapers. So that unit comes in. It's it's forty shots. Um, it's only twelve inch range. It'll be AP one. He doesn't have Zeraz, so yeah, it's just AP one. Um, with full rerolls to hit, and lethals on lethals on sixes. So it's okay. It does some damage. Um, now he's 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 tried to play the survivability route of taking the Quadramancer, but I just don't think you, the unit achieves anything by doing that. I think think, yeah, yeah. Of Plasmancer, you then you get lethal fives, lethal fives with four rerolls. That'll come down. That'll kill pretty much any tank. It'll do a lot of damage to Katans. Um, and then you need a monolith with that brick. If you're taking that, you need a monolith to let it go. All right, it gets shot. I'll tell the bullet back. Unless you yeah. kill one shot. 
Yeah, well, um, let's, let's see them because I think I don't think he's played an event with Necrons, so I think this is probably he's gone. No, it'll so be interesting to see and see what he's what he thinks. But there's yeah, yeah. Right, enough That's of Scotland. Thoughts. We've left them behind. They're not the winners that Netherlands are with a triple monolith build. They fought what a lot though with a pretty bog standard Death Guard with uh, triple crawler, one destructor, uh, cultists, thirty plague wounds, thirty plagues, and ten ten five. I mean, he's got the he's got the Nurglings, which means he's dropped some other bits. I think there's still. That, that feels like a list that our, our player Chris Radford um, t- tweaked away from in the end, but fine, he does Death Guard stuff. The Tyranids, Invasion Fleet is interesting, so you've got a one eye Death Leaper, Hive Tyrant, Neuro Tyrant, Gargoyles, Carnifexes, if you brood for a one eye, Triple Exocrine, Maliceptors, Neuroleptors, sorry, and a Maliceptor. Two Maliceptors, apologies. Harris Specs, which one's that one? Just a tanky one. It's just tanky, it's just That's cheap tanky. Tank. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, it's not tanky. It's just it's just the same as an exocrine, but it's cheap. It's cheap. It's yeah, it, it's it's playing the throw big models at things. Yeah, it's what yeah. Robo had last year. Had yeah. a bunch of them, didn't he? Yeah. He had two of those triple exocrine, triple maliceptor. Just really it was just chunk. That. We don't really see that much in the game unless you're a big fan of net of timidids because it it does a job, but it's not that amazing. Yeah. Uh, Chris is running. Yeah, so he's got a Caladius and then Warden Wardens. Guard, guard, guard. So he's got the five blob custodies list. JC's got, um, ooh, Gladius Task Force. And he's got Chaplin, 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 the Martys. Assault Assessors, Assault Assessors. Death Company, Death Company, Death Company, Death Company. Eradicators, Eradicators, Infiltrators, Land Raider, Redeemer, Scouts, Scouts, Scouts. It's a weird old Blood Angels list. Oh, those Death Company are going to have plus one to wound and they're going to hurt a lot. Because those five, Death five. Company. Oh, no, 10, 5, yeah. five 10. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, all of these Dev Company are going to hit hard. It, even the five men that I get to Chaplin um, is going to hit really hard because they will get plus one to wound and they don't need Ulf, like because they just have four hit rules built in. Like, that is... Yeah, I mean, imagine strength eight plus one to wound, right? It's, it's, it's an interesting it, list, though. It's going to hurt. It, it's, again, it's playing into that similar to the... I want to say it was Judas Dudes. French. Or oh, the French one? The French one, yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Angels yeah. In, in a Land Raider. Sometimes you see boards, you can just block that land raider off and not care about that unit for a couple of turns. Same issue, right? Well, over here, his issue is transports. Like, he can't engage in these stuff in transports because he doesn't really have the... Like, he's got two he's got two eradicator squads and a land raider. I don't think that's going to pop, like, a transport or guys inside a transport. But you're, you're going to see less of that, I guess, because the main one was, like, CSM, which you don't see as much of. We finish Amer- uh, finished Netherlands before we hit America with uh, Discular Wartrike on top of Gazgul, Badrug, Mozrog, Double War Boss, Quad Truck, lots of stuff to go in the truck, some flash kits, triple knob, oh, sorry, double knobs, mega knobs. It's kind of that standard core of units that people seem to be taking for all those things. But then the War Bikers and the Death Killer, just as some more fast combat, flanking. It's another character for Assassinate, but I guess I suppose you either win the game or lose because you chipped all your characters. That's one way to play orcs, and that brings us back to traveling the furthest to USA. Barker. So you've got Vanilla running the only World Eaters list. Good man, um, good man. He's got a YouTube what? link in here. He's What's got a YouTube link in his thing. Let's I'm open it up. up. Let's have a look. Uh, let's have a let's have a go. That's respect. Oh God! Right. <laughs> That's the sleeper dot street fire is to see. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I played. I played at arcades. Yes, oh, I'm, okay, not, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure Anthony Vanilla doesn't have the haircut, build, or stature of Guile, but we'll go with that. 
Can we get him? Uh, can we get, uh, get him a guile uh, suit? Fundraiser going? Fundraiser for a guile haircut for WTC. Oh man! Can, can we start that? Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip Quentin and come back to him. We've got Nick Nanavai running uh, a fine selection of tanks with badly spelled weapons, but otherwise he's got triple liberators. Uh, it's, it's just as he's been trying. It's just loads and loads of stuff, which is a Nick list. Nick loves to have loads and loads of things. Yeah. He's still got Triumph. Celestine, he's got the Paladin with the blade, he's got a Null Rod Cannoness, Triple Seraphim, double, uh, Triple Zephyrim, sorry, double. Oh, actually, only 20 Archiflagellants. Interesting. Yeah, only 20. They are reasonably costly in, in looking against the, the spam he's got on the list. He's just going to flood the board and try and jam up. He's going to be a put forward. They're not going to be praying. Or, the, or he's going to pray in something that can't get through that many bodies, and he's just going to throw them at you. He's a good player. He knows what he's doing with that. Um,. Triple Blade Champion, Trajan, Custodian Guard. What do we think about this? It basically is like Josh uh, Roberts' list from last year for England. This Custodian's list. Yeah, I I think the Caladius um, weakens it. I agree with that. Uh, in, in terms of a defender list, because there's a few armies out there that have anti-tank that will just kill two Caladius in a turn. And now all of a sudden, you basically have three less bricks on the board. On yeah, the board I, I feel the Caladius are a play that you take as an all-comers list a bit for singles, and then maybe yeah. like, that was Josh's feedback from last year that maybe you don't have those, and you go just bodies or scoring or assassins or something just to make the game better. But uh, it'd be interesting mm. if, if the defenders... I just, it, just, it doesn't make sense, because if you're going as a defender, mm. you, you're going to want to pick a heavy board, but then you have two grav tanks that won't shoot very much. Mm. And you're just... Uh, uh, I don't know. Shout out, to, shout out to the next player, Brian C. Brian, uh, yep. shaking off the shackles of being a mercenary for Scotland, stepped up to get a place uh, in America. I uh, know, but Brian's bit is a quality player, been to WTC a few years now. I, I think he's got a really good chance to get the American team. Oh, there's Best another theme song. And he's. I know I'll get a YouTube mate, flag for copyright infringement. Mate, if play it. What is it this time? Unstoppable cover by Bongo Cat, mate. Amazing. <laughs> So he's got oh, Mosrog, Gazgul, Captain Badrug, Knob, Triple Warboss, 20 boys in a battle wagon, 10 flash gates of Gretchen, and then just, two, two Boom uh, to help. But with with the exception shoot. of the Daka Snazwagon, Daka. Yeah, but uh, Brian is going to be really efficient with that, and he's going to be super aggressive if he needs to be. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, he just jams. jams. He's like, he's going to run. There's not a lot of armies that can deal with this much pressure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like this is like so quite good. Next is one of the only others thousand sons in the event alongside our one for England, which is uh, Michael, Michael Man. Man, and he's running Ironman, double exalted sorcerer, infernal master, Maggie, um, two thousand sun sorcerers, and then it's what one, two, three, four, four units of rubrics, Zangors, Rhino, Mutalith, triple enlightened. It's it's just. MSU as you can make that list now, I think. Is that a fair way to talk about that? There's not really anything where you'd so, go. You, yeah. There's no big 10-mans. There's no big units. There's no Terminators. There's no blocks. You're taking Magnus every yeah. list. which it's, is It's the only way you can really build. Something. Yeah, but that means and everybody loves taking Magnus. So a bit like uh, Votarian for Death Guard. He, he really just carried the force of the list. Yeah, if they didn't have Magnus, they'd be just... They'd be trashed here. They'd yeah, be awful. So that's an interesting list, which can catch you out though if you aren't used to what it does in terms of damage, speed, and positioning. Um, yeah. Gonyo's gone for Necrons, and he's gone for he's gone for hypercrypt. Where's the tower, mate? Where's the tower? Yeah, yeah, hypercrypt. Zach, yeah, Zach, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a, he's got a monolith, 
fair play. Hey, but two lots of twenty Necron warriors. Um, yeah, I can respect yeah, taking Zeraz. twenty warriors with Zeraz and a monolith. It's, it's durable. Good. It's durable. And it's good. Yeah, no, I like it. You've got one squad. Yeah, you, here you go. So you've got one squad of the Chronomancer. So they're they're your tanky squad, and then you have a damage squad in the Plasmancer. So they're yeah, getting crit fives with four rerolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we talk about with Innocence list, isn't it, where you would tweak the war gear possibly or the characters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this beats the mirror as well, surely, because like the the Katan don't kill the warriors, and the warriors do kill the Katan eventually. Yeah, yeah, warriors will kill Katan, and then you can't tag them because they'll just get pulled out of combat with the monolith. Did you say there's a towel list now? Because there's no towel list here for you. No, 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 no. I just because just Gonyo's just sort of just been playing his towel like for like God, like. For, God knows how long. Oh, well, he must, he must enjoy having an actually fun army to play then. So now we've got <laughs> Space Marines. With, <laughs> God. with, I mean, I don't like this list. It's, it's, it's Vanguard Space Marines, but what they've done is taken the list that were, came second at Worlds, taken the th three squads of Eradicators, jammed it into one squad of six, and that's it. And one squad of three. And gone... Well, the aggressors completely drop from the list, and everything else is the same. Oh no, mm. sorry, there's five henchmen, and I'm going. Well, that list already struggled with vehicles. It already struggled with damage. It already struggled with board control, and now you haven't got six six. You've got, still got six six three in the interceptors, and you paid the tax for that. You've got three eradicators that were iffy on killing vehicles. You've now got a big blob of six that infiltrate with Marnie's Calgar. But where's that extra third unit? You're playing the game with the scent devs. And the eradicator blob, and you've got maybe two think, big things dropping maybe, in. That's maybe it. He thinks that's enough. I, maybe. I, I don't see it, dude. I've played a lot of Space Marines this edition since the new codex came out. All sorts of variants against it and with it. I, I don't. I, you two could argue me down here. I just don't see the damage <clears> in that list. Mm, I don't it's think it's very different. I, I personally don't think it's as good on the British boards at all. I think that list probably is better on. UKTC where you know like the corners there's like no terrains where so like you can drop them there and get angles in places but I like I I don't think you're gonna get the lands of sight that you normally do on GW and UKTC or, or, or like all the terrain yeah. sets that they play on with, with WTC so I think like the scent devs here actually I mean it's still need them for form of anti tank but yeah it's exactly what I you said they're well, gonna struggle with the board control that brings like, us back round to the last team from sorry last list for America. It's Quentin's and Quentin. Everybody went, oh, he's just run Eldar. It's just this. No, he hasn't just run Eldar. He's the only person to run a Wraith Knight since they were nerfed. And it's a Scathatch Wraith Knight. And he is yeah. running uh, Wayleaper, an Avatar of Kane, a Farseer Skyrunner. He's got the Scathatch Wraith Knight. So that one, guys, is he's got eight shots at 24 inch range with his Infernal Lances and two Star Cannons. They are two in um, reasonably high strength, D6 damage, minus four AP, and then Melter. So the main thing with that is it doesn't have minus one damage, but it has the ability to, once per game, drop into reserve at the end of your opponent's turn, and then obviously you can ingress it or deep strike it um, next turn. It is great. It really is. as an offensive Wraith Knight because you just throw it forward. I do think it'll be mainly bombing around the board, going reroll hits and fire and fade, whilst the Avatar holds a middle point. And to help him with that, he's got my second favourite unit in his army. Possibly third behind the Avatar. Triple support weapons with D-Cannons. D-Cannons now are Eldar just pivoting on. Oh no, you've nerfed our Night Spinners. Oh, these are cheap. I've taken three of those. <laughs> and you should 100% do that in every Eldar list that you run. 
and then triple swooping hawk because they're just crazy for their points and triple spiders because even 115 they're really good i mean i feel like he's taken all the tricksy little options you got for eldar and just gone i don't need that he's a knight he doesn't really give up assassinate particularly well unless you kill the avatar the farseer and the autark twice yeah never taken it you don't take that there because the the no. just don't commit the the way leap. You've got enough scoring, and then the scathatch. For some armies, I think it's a real pain. Does it have deep strike? It has deep. It has deep strike. Also, something something else that is important: it, the rule agile. Actually, I think is very important because it means. Um, so you know, not a lot on on like the WTC terrain, right? Like at least on the meter, like on the mediums and the lights where there isn't like the big ones you can move over those parts that are four inches because they're like they're four inches or less you can and you just walk over them so you don't have to pay movement for it so it's actually quite speedy again over across those like decently well because they just like and, and anything that's four inches or less they, they just ignore which is which is big which is those parts i mean i i can't say anything apart from him i love the fact that he's got a scath in there i think it's got some great options i think agile is really good i just think the web wish is potentially scary for a lot of builds and if you're already scaring mech builds with d cannons and threatening them off middle objectives now you're going okay i'll pop the tank with a d cannon and then i'll shoot the scath and i'll clear out a squad with eight eight shots from melter at close range and four shots from, from star cannons and then I'll move 12 inches. And he's not bad. He's OC10. So he can do some... You can commit him and throw him away to go, all right, we'll go stand on that objective then, and he'll hold it. And Sorted. Yeah, it, it does give Eldar another solid mid-board play piece. I don't know if it's good into certain things in the meta. Like, I don't know if this really helps it ramp up its damage into Grey Knights, for example, or to Hypercrypt Necrons, which I think are a hard counter. But you look at some options like the uh, like the Space Moon Vanguard list that America brought, and you go, does that want to play this? Mm. You know, like, the what does that do? What, what are those Centurions doing to dig out 3D cannons that control the midboard? Can't do anything. They can't. No. So I, I think it's a really clever list, potentially. I'm really interested to see how he does over the weekend, because that has definitely got fun weekend at a GT feels while I explain to everybody what that race night does. That definitely sounds fun. And that brings us back round to the champion team for the weekend. It's going to be Team England. England. So um, we, we obviously hope our boys do very well, but we've got, um, mm -hmm. for this event, we've got Matt Robertson, um, one of the other vice captains for this year who's leading up the team. There's him, Chris Radford, Tom Higginbottom, Will Whitaker, Josie Cartwright, uh, Raph Harbinson, James Ramsey, and Alex Harrison. So a real mixture of... Um, Let's see, one, two players from previous years, from last year, another two players who played with us previously, and then four new players and a coach, which I think is a really great place for the team to be in. They've got loads of experience from all sorts. Some people in there play for different uh, teams in the country. You know, you've got particularly Chris that just won the ITT with Ignite as a standout there. Um, Will has really won, won some GTs and the UK TC, big GTs this year. Josie is always playing on TTS and plays loads of games there. Raph is but War Masters and plays lots of different groups and all sorts. And then... Um, I formerly went to WTC or ETC with Fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. And Raph has got WTC pedigree in playing with a Fancy team, but not 40k. So that is, I think, is a pretty strong team. And I know that when the list came out late last night, 
they were really pleased that they feel they've got answers because we we have taken a weird, a weird composition. So we've got Hypercrypt, we've got Custodes, and I suppose there's not too much craziness to talk about there. We have done a double monolith Hypercrypt, so I think that that gives us some real issues for some people. If they can't handle a monolith, here's two. With double Catan or no Catan? Um, there is a Catan, but we should have taken Boy a dragon. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Listen, listen, yeah, listen, listen. listen. And then the oh. custodes list is six bricks, right? It's very similar to what Manny Chima just ran yeah. at the recent win this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, uh, we've got a Space Marine list that is uh, a list that Alex Harrison has been doing well with recently. So he's been refining a mech heavy Black Templars because they get multi melters on their tanks for five points because sure that's that's great games workshop so that is uh i'd say the, the the tweak point in there is he's got some interesting infantry choices and he's got a storm raven which gives him some great reach that a whirlwind wouldn't and so i think that's a great pivot from having a tank or two like an impulsor and, a, and something else for a storm raven feels much better for me gives us a real clever plays um so that's good we've got yeah Death Guard, so Chris Radford has been refining a Death Guard list that's ended up a bit more mech-heavy than some of the previous ones we've seen, but I think plays quite well. Tom Higginbottom is an Orc expert, has literally only been playing Orc. He plays other things, but Orcs are his true love, and he's been playing them now for, God, three or four editions, I think, to be honest with you, is where I'd go with that. We've got Matt Robertson uh, on the Custodes because Raph Robertson switched over to the Grey Knights because they felt that gave the team a bit more balance in terms of matrix and options for certain lists. So that is a Terminator heavy build. No Grey Knights, uh, Dread Knights in that Grey Knight build. And then oh. Will has pivoted away after our giving him stick for many episodes of this podcast about running uh, a cursed. He's gone over to Thousand Sons and now he's running the powerhouse that is Magnus with again another kind of MSU build style um, Thousand Sons list. I haven't talked about one of the lists though, have I, Naz? No, you haven't. You haven't even talked about. Yeah, mate. J- J- James Ramsey, that's my name. <laughs> the team is going in disguise so if he gets any penalties it all gets to go to our coach James Ramsey that's going to make playing in the Italian Masters at the same time uh, quite difficult isn't it nah mate easy easy. do you want to tell that story now do you want to tell that story this, of uh, what's happened this week oh, what you, mean? You, you go ahead okay. oh no so, oh, so uh, no. Last, last week oh, about yeah, yeah, this time uh, James James was like, oh, what list are we taking? We're like, oh, we'll put him on guard because you know we weren't we didn't have guard at that point. We're like, oh, okay, we'll put James on guard because he can play whatever. Cool. Uh, who's got a guard army? Anyone got any models we can borrow? Naz. Oh yeah, you can lend mine. Yeah, no problem. Cool. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're like there, you know, day before list submission, just sorting out, making sure everyone's got the right models. Ramsey asked Naz, oh, still still good to lend your models. He goes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, you can lend them that weekend. I'm in Italy the weekend after or something. And it tells the date, and it's the same date. So, uh, <laughs> if we'd have left that up to Naz, we would have had no models, and uh, that would have been good. So, good job, James, check there at the end, because we would yeah, not yeah, have an army. It's fine. It's, in, in the end, in the end, <laughs> it all worked out. So, what can I say apart from you're welcome? You can say sorry. That's <laughs> the other liability. thing you can say. <laughs> you can say sorry. <laughs> you're welcome. Honestly, outrageous. But what about what, enough about that? What about the actual list? So why is this a good good guard list in your opinion? Uh, so this, well, I really like this list, right? I mean, like you've, I mean, I mean, you have seen me just absolutely just smash on the um, no, group chat list, about about guard, about about guard. It's only lost, mate. It's only lost. Nah, mate. Nah, nah, mate. That's that's cap. It's anyway, two, it's only got two manticores. I mean, what? what? <laughs> so. 
um, the beauty of this list, right, is uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go in a little bit off the previous uh, success that I had with my other list. Um, I went through a few permutations. Um, we had one tank commander, two tank commanders, you know, two manticores, three manticores, five indirect pieces, like three direct pieces, like like uh, how many burgers to take, um, how to deal with certain armies that maybe God are not able to deal with, you know, as well with and essentially trying to find that balance, um, which I, I, I think this army probably more so than other variants that I've come up with um, or like the, the, just in general, um, I am actually able to have answers. I mean, you lot have seen me like just essentially message the group chat almost every day. Have have speak with Ramsey almost uh, essentially every day with everybody else in the team, uh, trying to come up with like solutions against guard um, solutions for guard. Then what they might not not do, not not do too well. These and it just feels like this ticks most of the boxes. There's like a few lists out there that you still don't don't want to play that will remain unnamed so that are of the other nations don't know. Um, but no, I really like the list. I mean, this this is a point for point exactly what I'm taking to the Italian Masters uh, as well as one of my two lists. Um, I I just I just think it's really strong, especially on the on on the VTC terrain. Definitely one of the ways to go. I love the the debate that started with the uh, 40k Fireside podcast. Put up their tier list had guard at the top, followed by a selection of there's Reddit, there was Art of War. I think you spoke yeah. on there was where. Where every time somebody says God or Asheron Time are good, you get somebody to come up and go, No, but they're terrible, but they're bad. I'm like, Well, no, a, a good player will stack loads of high shooting, high strength stuff that hits on a 2v rolling or a 3v rolling that has a really good AP that forces you onto an invite if you've got one, or just forces you onto five up or six plus saves, and just pulverizes your core units. And you're not going to win that game. There is There are very few armies that will. I don't. I think it must just be a lack of knowledge of how these guns work. Like people looking at the book and going, oh yeah, this is the gun. It's not going to kill that much. It's this many shots. Do you know what I mean? And missing mm-hmm. all of the bus around it and all the strats around it. Because even with four indirect pieces with the Immortal to chip in, the double tank commander in there is really good. You've got the characters. You've got the Bulgrin to block and play the mission. And you've got Triple Kazakin. Oh, Double, double Kazakin? Triple. Triple, mate. Still, triple, triple. still really good. And the Scout Sentinel is just to be on. I think it's as refined as you can make the guard for an all-comers list that has a reasonable amount of artillery. You can definitely skew to be more artillery, and you can definitely skew oh, to play you, less yeah. uh, and play a completely different version and catch people out, but I think it's a strong version of guard. And with that, we have covered 64 army lists. I think it's pretty good. That's just a really good chunk. We did well for like, what? We're about an hour and nine. That's all right. Flying for it. Flying for it. Well, I mean, that, I mean, where do we think then that leaves us? Is there anything? I think we covered that at the beginning. Is there anything that surprises? I think apart yeah. from the monolith list that literally made. I'm going to record that oh. soundbite for the uh, for the titles of the next episode. Oh, Unbelievable! Going, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opening. Want, if you want this opening salvo of this podcast, triple monolith. If you want this happy at your upcoming wedding and or birth of your first child, <laughs> you're going to be in severe trouble because there's no <laughs> evidence. Oh, uh, but but they, what what do you think about the pods then? So the way this is working is that yeah. based on previous year's rankings, and obviously because it's Poland hosting it, the two Polish teams are in different pods. Uh, England's pod is England, Belgium, France, and Dudas Dudes. So teams one to four on. Uh, Bombers Piglets, isn't it? I thought Bombers, we had Piglets. I thought we had Dudas Dudes. 
England's making out the pod nice and easy. And then the yeah. other team is Pumpers Piglets, Scotland, Team Netherlands, and USA. Yeah, I think it's one to four and in, and and in five to and in five. I to think eight. it is that. Yeah. yeah. So I, <clears throat> I think, I think England after this reveal are a bit happier about where they were. I think it's a it's a you know it's a proper knife fight. Oh, hundred um, percent. To find out you brought your plastic spork when somebody else has brought a machete would be upsetting. But I would. I think we're in a good spot with lists. We have not taken Eldar and Care Space Marines. We didn't have an Eldar player really in that group of eight, but also I think you can make a decent eight that don't have Eldar and still has options for lots of things. And maybe people planned that they would counter Eldar with this build or would do that. I don't know if Eldar are necessarily in the strongest spot in the meta from where they were. But I think that's because they're just yet to really find their footing. But I think in our, what do you guys think? We fall in the first pod then. If it's us, Belgium, dudes, dudes, and France, what do you? How do you see that pod working out? I think it'll be tough. I think, I think, definitely have an advantage in terms of list fees. Like, um, I'd say Vista French. I think. Oh, he's called it. He's called it out. He called you out, Team France. <laughs> Said it. I mean, I mean, we just need to get like that. That guard mirror set up, easy penny off Ramsey, sorted. Uh, um, no, but like, it's gonna be tough, right? Because there's like, I mean, especially like with dudes, dudes, and France and Belgium, like they're taking things more so France and dudes, dudes that like you know we haven't really maybe tested as much against, so maybe we don't understand as much. Like we like we know what the um, we know what the CSM does, but like how does it play now, this? The way I think, you know, yeah, the, I, I think there's a very up. good chance that they'll have played our lists on the WT format missions set up before, and we won't have. Um, I yeah. don't think that any of our <clears> lists are too revolutionary that people will go, I have never played this. Maybe our Necrons and maybe our Space Marines are a bit of a curveball. Apart from that, I think the Custodes, are Custodes, the Grey Knights, are Grey Knights, the, um, the Death Guard, are Death Guard. They do have little tweaks in them. But none of them are kind of like the quad monolith list or the chaos space marine MSU list where you go in, don't quite know what it does. The Scathats rate night where you go, oh, I think I know what that does, but it could just blow up or you could be using it aggressively, could be defensive with it. If it comes down to player style then and approach, I think you're right. I think that I'm pleased that in the pod, I think that England have the have the capability to win all the games. But yeah. then it just becomes eight man team events. And you know what? I said to the American captain in the WhatsApp chat yesterday. I've got no predictions about where we'll come out of it personally because it's a really tough group. Nobody's brought the chump team or the novelty lists. You know, it, it's really great. And on the other side, same thing. Like, USA aren't going to travel all that way to bring rubbish lists and have a bad time. Netherlands are always really strong and want, and want to step up to that kind of top four, top five position at WTC. Uh, I think they've got a good team this year. Scotland have got is commanding them all through some top of the metal list and then they're doing the practice on those factions. That's probably why he's on Necrons. They haven't got a Necrons player. So he stepped up and gone, well, you know what? Tim Dagnall plays Space Marines. That works for me. And then Pumbler's Piglets. It's, I think Pumbler's Piglets is arguably just as good, if not better, than Dude as Dudes. Mm -hmm. In terms of you've got experienced um, tournament, you know, experienced WTC level players. I think they're a really good team is going to be interesting but this is what we need to do at the end of the episode i want a ranking from both of you on where are england going to get up in their pod 
Let's Ooh. go. Top England pod. At the end of day one, they played three games. They played the three other nations. Give me the ranking, top to bottom. Nassim, you're what? the guest. You get to go first. Oh, I think it's going to be either England or Dudes Dudes first. Uh, I will say... You have to, you have say... to pick one. That's not how a ranking I know. works. You have to tell me. I know. All right. I think... Uh, I actually think Dudes Dudes might probably take it against us. Dudes Dudes at one. Oh, he's done it. He said it. He's done it. England, England at two. Belgium at three and then France at four because uh, France at, just wants to be Belgium. That's why. Dudes Dudes. England, England two, then you've got France, and then you've got no, Belgium. no, 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 Belgium, no, 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 Belgium first, then France, mate. Belgium, then France. That France is gonna, last you're, you're you're going to be receiving some death threats, but that's fine. Listen, Belgium is just uh, civilized France as well. They, they can get you in your safe in Italy that weekend, and then the other <laughs> India. Go on, Chris. What do you think? Uh, that pod, I think. No, it's quite different actually. I think I think England will pop it. Okay. Gotta put the respect there. I think it'll be Dudes Dudes, then France and Belgium. Disrespect. <sighs> okay, and we take it over to the second pod. Where do you both think of that one? Chris, you can do that one first. Um, I'm going first here. I'm gonna have to go Pumbers, Piglets, uh, then US. Oh, oh, maybe the US? No, Pumbers first, then US. Then um, yeah, and it's the, the, the triple monolith. Triple, it's got to be Netherlands then Scotland. Yeah, guaranteed. Uh, Naz, what about you? Uh, mine was actually going to be oh, USA, Pumba, uh, Netherlands, and Scotland last. Pretty much. Pretty well, much exactly Scotland, Belgium, France. You've got things to prove to these boys. Prove them wrong. <laughs> Go out there, smash it all up. Let's have a top play between Scotland and France for the final game. Or for Scotland, Belgium, even. Top ticket. Do you know what? All, we've been to home nations, been with WTC. These teams have beaten each other, drawn against each other. There is, is such a high standard of play at this event. This is why we said, come back to the beginning of the, the podcast, we, you know, we said we, we were all kind of a bit sad we're not there. Naz has taken a place at the, the Italian Masters to go and play. What was that in aid of, Naz? They do that every year, don't they? Invite somebody. Reasonably yeah. famous or struggling, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they uh, invite. I think uh, two international people, and they have, and they have, uh, basically, they have them play against their number one and number two ranked players in Italy. Amazing. I mean, they can't get more international than a Team England veteran who's also claims to have Algerian descent and be a, a Frenchman by heart when he was at the, the uh, world, the um, world champs of forty k. <laughs> Aren't you like an honorary Scotsman after your uh, first WTC as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just a uh, I'm a bit of everything, mate. I'm a map. That's why I'm. <laughs> You're a team mascot for many of our WTC friends. <laughs> well, that is all available on Tony Keeper. You can find that in the link below on this episode, whether it's on um, Podbean or it's on YouTube. Um, make sure you check us out in a couple of weeks we've got the event next weekend but we'll probably wait for the full debrief before we kind of come back on we might get Naz on we might get somebody else on just to kind of talk about how the event went and what they thought about it but this is the next big Team England event as we go and then next month we're going to be playing a TTS scrim against France so we're probably going to talk about the lists and set up for that uh, which will be really interesting and otherwise gentlemen I think we're going to wrap it up there Naz thank you so much for coming and sharing your God loving wisdom with us you're very welcome 
I'll send you the fee afterwards. Chris, I've never heard you sound so happy about anything. I love monoliths. Great. What a hero. I have so much joy in your voice. <laughs> May you find the joy in your life, listener, that Chris finds in Triple Monolith. So at the end of another successful episode, the only thing left to say is if you guys could uh, hit the like button and even hit the subscribe button for us, that would really help us to grow on YouTube. Um, you can find out more about Team England through our Facebook link below and our Discord. Feel free to join and get involved there. Uh, if you do want to even support Team even further than that, you can find us over on Patreon as well. Uh, and this podcast is available via Spotify and all good podcasting services. Until next time. <laughs>